long before albums were recorded in vinyl or that magic cassette tape. We had books. You know, chapters, words, paragraphs. They all create stories in novels, novels, biographies, non-biographies, and cookbooks. Today we dive into the world of music inspired by such papyrus written word language stories bound up in paper and glued together for your pleasure. Now you can get them on your Kingle. So that and more on this episode of Mullen Zane's podcast of rambling randomness. is that i i don't know man that, that sounds like some gremlin shit right there that did sound like some gremlin shit mullen zane's podcast of rambling randomness yep it's about books yep and and, <laughs> and delayed flights by apparently. rapper red <laughs> oh well we're back after vacation of course we are because you know we had to fuck up right away mm-hmm. it's the way it works so how was your vacation? It was good. It seems like so long ago now. It was. It was a few weeks. Not a few. Just just a couple. Just a couple. Just Sorry. a couple. A couple. Two weeks. I was gone. Went to Lake Lilla. I've been calling it Lake Lola for like a while now. Oh, this this is this is tough. Um, is that better? No, it's not. But it's, I'll, I'm just gonna have to live with you're it. You're gonna I'm, have to I'm, deal with it. You know, people don't have to deal with this in the podcast world. They don't. No. <laughs> well, I, I I went I went up north to the Adirondacks. Can't spell that either. It's nice. It's always nice up there. I went to a lake, which took me to a dirt road, which took me five point four miles down this this Oregon Trail to another parking lot, which then I had to walk. All of our stuff. 0.3 miles. Doesn't sound very far. No, don't. It's not. It's not that far. It is very far when you have three kayaks loaded with shit. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you can't just, like, drag them. Nope. No. No wheels. You know those little wheelie carriers that make life easy? That's, those are just, <laughs> you should just put square blocks on it. <laughs> because that's about as good as they were. And we get to the, the lake, 
fairly big lake, you know. Definitely a couple square miles. Right. And we went out. Tried to find a spot. Well, we did on Buck Island. <laughs> Found a spot on Buck Island. And Buck Island is quite a distance from, from the mainland. <laughs> so, it was a good time. We were out there for four days. Which is, might be the longest I've ever gone camping. I was going to say, yeah, you guys usually only go a couple days normally. How was the uh, the puppies? They were they were better than expected, but like uh, I think we said on the show here, uh, that um, originally we were going to be going down the Racket River. Yep. And I, you know, that didn't happen because of weather, and I think Jacob being super nice and being like, you know, it's probably a bad idea trying to bring dogs down a river. Down the river. Day, you know, and... Waking up, breaking everything down, putting it all back on the boats, then going down the river. And Jacob had a new boat he wanted to bring, which not really a river vessel. Gotcha. Um, more of a uh, a fishing lounger, cool. which was a nice boat. Yeah. Thing was heavy as fuck though. Oh yeah. Like this is one of them boats you could stand up in and fish, oh, like a kayak that you I could stand in and fish. Love those boats. Yeah, it's got like a lawn chair as a seat. You know, it looks comfy. I never got a chance to take it out because, because it was so heavy and awkward that I just didn't, like, I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to take out this one. And like, Whatever, this is light. I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was a lot of fun, you know, and uh, did some hiking with them, nice. you know, ate some good food, listened to some good books or book. Listened, yeah, which, which book did you listen to? We, we listened to uh, Tim Dorsey's A Naked Comes a Florida Man. <laughs> Perfect title. <laughs> well, if you don't know Tim Dorsey books, he's he's written a couple. And they're all based on a man named Serge Storm. Serge Storm, he likes books. And he takes tours of Florida. He's also maybe a killer. Maybe but he a killer? only kills the bad people and always gives them an opportunity to get out of it. They never do. Never do. They never do. <laughs> you know. They're uh, wacky mystery uh, adventure books. Okay, they're they're fun, and they always have. They've they've got a ton of crazy Florida facts about them. Like me and Jacob were talking about them. We're like, yo, wouldn't it be cool to go on like one of these, like like just follow one of Serge's like tours that he does? <gasps> That'd be kind of neat. There was even a, in a couple of his books where he actually set up like a like a touring service like where he would bring other you know unsuspecting right. people on his wild tours and oh, he's got shit. this you know he's got his number two who's this guy named coleman who's just constantly getting high and getting drunk and and, and serge doesn't do any of that he's just a psychopath right he's like just, he's, he's like, a I'm just fucking crazy it's fine yeah he's got a weakness for plaid skirts i, mm. I, I can I, the, I can relate I understand the plaid the plaid weakness yes yep yeah, and uh you would like Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a nice guy. Sounds like a party guy. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Good book, though. So book? that's it. Uh, and uh, other than that, um, you know, ah, oh, man, you know, it was just good. It was a good vacation. The weather held out. It was nice. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, nice. it was touch and go there for a second. I thought it was going to downpour the whole time for you guys, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. Well, there was the opportunity of it. Yeah. You know, we had one morning where we were like, it was raining hard, and we were like, Okay, because the first day we got there, we're like, Should we set up some tarps right away? And we're like, Nah. You know, it's beautiful out now. Right, I right. put a tarp up. You know, so we waited till day two, and I went out and grabbed it, and uh, I think it was day. Three? 
Yeah, day three, it did come down on us in the morning. But that by that afternoon, it was beautiful. Right. And then, well, actually, no, because we were out. Um, we were like, there was this little uh, like estuary mm-hmm. that flowed into the lake. And we don't know how far this thing went. It, I know eventually it goes to private property. There's a lot of private property up in the Adirondacks. Oh, where, you like, bet. You're in a park, and the next thing you know, you're coming to like a sign in the middle of nowhere that says, "Don't go past this point." Like, and you're basically like, oh, I guess I'm turning around here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to get shot. And I got a pretty yeah. mouth, so I don't need to be up there. Yeah, so uh, we didn't even get that far, though. But it's a, it, like, it's a super, super long, winding little estuary, deep enough for boats. A couple of beaver dams you had to try to go over. Uh, um, but it was fun. And nice. it poured on us there. Dogs got bit up like like something yeah, fierce up by that. some bugs. Yeah, it's, it's a downfall I, to being out in the woods. Poe having no tail is he was he can't he swat was, him off. Yeah, he was poor the guy. victim. That poor guy, you know, guy. you could just see their bellies and everything. They were just bitten to shit. Oh, man. You know, they they loved getting in that tent every night, and we wouldn't let him in. Like Until, we would be like, no, nope, yeah. we're not. We're going to bed. You know, good call. That, that way, they didn't and get used like, to and it. And I'm normally not a guy who worries about bugs too much. And there was, I think, two nights where I just covered myself in bug spray. Yeah, and like like to the point where I'm like, I don't care. Like if I empty this can. Um, bad, I'm just, huh? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to cover myself from head to toe. And I, I'll, I honestly say, no, bug spray works, guys. It does. It, it, it does. It like, I must say that bugs were biting me. I put the bug spray on. They weren't biting me. They were not biting me. And I was getting, not even, the worst in the bites is the zzz in the ear. I hate it. Hate that. I think that that ended up the being worse. In the fucking yeah, we didn't have the gnats. The, the black fly season had passed, okay. so we actually have the gnats and the black flies here mm-hmm. now. But we did not have them there. Yeah, all the mosquitoes, mosquitoes and uh, horse flies. Oh, I hate horse flies. Yeah, the dogs would get the horse flies during they the dive day. bomb you, man. Those fuckers. Yeah, man. They're like we'd be walking along, and it would always be like along shore or something like that. And like the next thing you know, they'd be like. Poe would run through like a patch of grass and there'd be like nine of them just on him yep. and he would just like like you know while it out yeah no that's crazy uh, fucking yeah we took it slow coming home um we like i really wanted to go to old forge because liz has never been there i love old forge and uh i think maybe next year we try to do something around old forge yeah. old forge is a little more it's popular. It's right. a popular place. So a lot more people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you, Long Lake was popping that Friday. Yeah. Yep. So we, you know, we strolled into Long Lake. Me and Liz. First time we ever uh, left the dogs in the car. Oh, okay. Um, you I know, did. it was nice enough out, and it was too cold to like do deck seating, gotcha. which they would have been fine with having the dogs there, but they were they weren't they didn't have the deck open. We always hit up this little diner up there in Long Lake, you know, for a good breakfast. Yeah. So we had a we had a nice breakfast there, and then you know before we hopped back in the car, you know we did a little shopping and took the dogs out and took them for a walk through Long Lake, and that was nice. I pooped twice the whole vacation. Four days, people. At, yeah, twice. FYI, twice. You know how it is when you camp. I don't. Yo, it's something, it, and it's nothing that I'm doing. It's not like I, I've got no problem shitting in the woods, people. No, I don't. I don't have a problem going into Porta Johns and sitting on the toilet seat for that matter. I don't do it often because somehow my body tells me there's something in me that says, Zane, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. But the first sight that I had of, like, a public toilet along a beach that was actually kept up nicely, <laughs> like, someone in my brain said, you got to poop now. <laughs> right now. Yep, right. And, yeah, I, like, I was walking along, nothing, uh, and I say, oh, restroom. Liz, you got to go? She's like, ah, oh, maybe I will. I was like, I do. Right now. So like, Just right popped in there. Now. I got to go. Yep. 
straight disrespected that. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, and we stopped along the way. We hit up a couple places on the way home and got home, and then it was, you know, clean up, take everything out, put everything out in the yard, watch out for the rain. We had we had, had a tent set up in our yard for weeks. Really? Man, <laughs> the amount of bugs, that pincer bugs. We actually hatched a moth in our house. I seen the picture. Yeah. 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 That came from the tent that was in the yard. Because nice. I was disinfecting the entire thing. Because I like this old Coleman tent I have. Uh, I don't know if it's the memories or that I think it's just a great tent. Um, we have a new one, but I'm like, I'm not throwing this tent out. Like That's I love this tent. Shit. Fuck it. Like I think that this is a great tent, but it was gross from sitting out and you know and bugs and uh-huh. it was it was nasty. You know, so I cleaned the shit out of that. Let's clean everything else. You know, and. Uh, so that got done. And Sunday we went and did something different. She took me to a place in Rosendale. It's called the uh, uh, Rail Trail Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that you we were going. You know of the Rail Trail Cafe? I know Cafe? of the Rail Trail Cafe. Place Never been the, there, but you know, I know uh, of it, Well, yes. dude, it's out in the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. Like literally out in the middle of the fucking yeah. woods. There's no roof. No. No. They're not open on rainy days. They have a little stage. They got a brick oven pizza, you know. Um, they make some baked goods. Wow. Um, pretty sure there's a bunch of stoners hanging out there. I wouldn't doubt it. It's the middle of the woods in Rosendale. There was a guy that I swear that I'm like, that's going to be me in like 20 years of reading. <laughs> the goddamn hobbit sitting <laughs> Just... there listening to this uh, guy, Evan Pryor, sing his songs about hokey pokey and we're going to change the world. Actually, his songs were really funny. If you get a chance, check out uh, Evan Pryor. Uh, Evan he's Pryor. got a he's got a YouTube channel. He's a he's he's an old head. Okay, you know I, I've seen him at Cosm before. He's not who we went to go see. Surprisingly, enough. but he was he was one of the guys. Uh, you I guess remember. the well, no, the the group that we went to go see had canceled because of the threat of rain that day. Threat, and they were a bigger band. They were like a Turkish group with a saxophone player, and they did like Yiddish like. Like it sounded really cool, and Liz like like I I wanted to do something early in the day, you know, to cap off a vacation. Right, I, I hate just sitting around. And I'm like, I'd like to go out early and just do, do something. something. Yeah, and I I swear I thought she said that that's like okay, we're gonna go out. It's gonna be ten thirty. I'm like music at ten thirty. I'm sold. You know, cafe and you know, right. cool. Brunch good. And music. Well, yeah, brunch and music. So we leave the house at nine thirty. And we take, you know, we take the back way, you know. I uh, I drive up through uh, through 32 yep, yep, to yep, 7. Yep, and then take the, And I take uh, the back way into yep. Rosendale there. Yep. Or no, 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 to there. I took 209. Hill, took 209 into Rosendale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so I'm there. I'm there in Rosendale. I'm like, okay. It's not till 1.30. And she's looking at her phone. And it's telling me it's in New Paltz. I was like, I thought it was in Rosendale. She's like, so did I. Now it's telling me it's in New Paltz. I'm like, okay, so um, we we got some time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there ain't much to do in Rosendale. I'll tell you what. There's there's no. really not. There's a, a grocery lot. store. There's a general store that I used to work at. They got <laughs> some trailheads. They got some cafes. But I'm like, well, in my mind, I think that we're coming back to Rosendale. You know, basically along the main strip. But we are not. And but we go into uh, New Pulse, and they have the bridge to tra- bridge to rail trail. Okay. Bridge to River Trail, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Rail nice, nice, nice walk. So we, we took, uh, it wasn't the rail trail, it's the Bridge yeah, yeah. to bridge River to Trail. Trail yeah. yeah, and they had a good trailhead where you could walk right into town from there. 
or you can go the other way and you go through a field and you get a great view of the Mohawk, uh, the Mohonk Mountain yep. House. Yep. Um, so we took that and I was pissed because I was like, man, the dogs would have loved this. I wasn't pissed, but I was like, man, we didn't bring the dogs. They're like at home by themselves for like eight hours today. Oh, no. And, uh, and then we went and saw Devin over at October Country. He got me a, a new book, Black Hammer. I read it. Now, uh, spoiler alert, because I gave it to Marshall, that I have to get the second one. Okay. All right. At least I know which, there's a sequel. It's fine. Which I, I, no, I'm, I want, I want it just to read, man. I just want one. To read, and it, you know, I, I'm just scratching the surface. <laughs> you know, but uh, shout out to October Country. Yes. If you go in there and speak my name and said you heard about this from from this show, he'll give you fifty percent off. What? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Now he didn't tell me this, but he will. But he will give you fifty percent off. Fifty percent. Remember, Devin said seventy-five percent off. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. No, I'm, I'm serious. Though. He will give you twenty dollars and yeah. a comic book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> October fourteenth, or not October fourth, August fourteenth, free comic book day. Go over there, tell him Zane sent you. If you spend ten dollars, you're gonna get it all for five. There you go. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. He will sell you every store, every comic on that store, for a dollar. <laughs> Every one of them. He's tired of running the place. He yeah. just wants to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great seeing him, though. Uh, he's he's a real good friend of mine, and you know he, he's running he's running a, a good business over there. Go visit him. Get him out of here when he's uh, not open. <laughs> so uh, sorry, that was my uh, synopsis that I took up twenty good. minutes. That's fine. That's that's good. We'll talk about you know I didn't really do much, so it's all right. I I picked up some poop from his cats. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's play some music. <laughs> you want to pick the first one, or you want me? Well, to? I'll, I'll pick the first one. It will be your song. Okay. You how about yeah? You um, do that. Why don't you? Uh, you gotta you gotta tell tell the world about it. Though. Oh, why don't you tell the world this... about where we are? Okay. Where well, we come you from? Can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You just click that little green button there. You know, uh, Hal. And uh, they'll take you right to the, 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 the exact page where you can find us and all of our shenanigans. What can uh, you find there? You can find our podcast there. You can find a link to our YouTube channel there. You can find uh, uh, links to the Red Green Show. Uh, thank you, Mr. Dave Smith Jr., for letting us give links to your YouTube channel, like a direct link right there. Um, and uh, have a nice little logo and stuff up on the, the page. I enjoy that. My dad enjoys that. It's like cable for him. He'll watch one episode a week when I post it. It's fucking awesome. It's like we were back when I was growing up. Uh, you can find, uh, well, basically just a bunch of stuff. That's that, That's it. Mainly the podcast. I scaled down a lot. So it's, it's mainly just stuff dealing with us and, uh, you know, some Nikki Sombrero stuff when she does stuff. And uh, so yeah, what about the song? Um, this this Jaws song. Yes, by Lemon Demon. Lemon Demon. Now, now, I'm guessing that this one's pretty self-explanatory. This is pretty here. self-explanatory. Now, people may think, hey, Mole, Jaws was a movie, you dumb fuck. Yeah, but it was, it was based on a book a year before it was made. Wait, only a year? 1984, wait, the book was wrote. Wait, really? Yes, 1984, the book was written. Uh, wait, so 1974, had- sorry, not 84, 74. Uh, and the movie came out in 75. But, but no, so... The novel, the novel was written by Peter Benchley in 1974. The it movie was made by Steven Spielberg a year later. Did did it come out? Did did, did just come out in 75? Yes, but it took like four years to make that movie. 
According to right here, the book came out in 1974 by Peter Benchley, and the movie came out after. So I wonder if Peter Benchley, like, if he basically, like, had the screenplay or he, wrote I the think screenplay. I think they, they, they might have just took the book almost verbatim and just made the yeah, fucking movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, just because that's, that's odd. That's right. very no, strange it is very that, odd. A, that a book comes out a year prior to a movie, and a movie that was one of the most difficult <laughs> movies ever to make. They still talk about that as being one of the hardest movies yes. ever made. Yeah. And um, Steven Spielberg said, I'll never fucking make another movie on water again. Never, never. <laughs> Especially with a fake-ass mechanical shark that gave them nothing but problems the whole fucking time they were filming. That's why you have to use real sharks. <laughs> That's right. Real sharks, <laughs> real blood, real people. Get with it. Unfortunately, that that's a, it's a sad fact, but it was just yesterday where the Twilight movie... Mm. The, the tragedy of the helicopter crash and the Twilight Zone movie happened. Oh, that yeah. was just yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. That, oh. Yeah, so uh, you got to be careful with them movies. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do. Uh, no children in helicopters, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is Jaws by, by Lily's. Uh, Lim- Lim- My daughter uh, schooled me to this cat. Lemon Demon. The shark lurking in the dark of the depths of the sea one day on a lark decides to get rowdy, get real violent, takes a vacation up to Amity Island. Sunshine, lotion, fun in the sun, blood in the ocean. Everybody run, cause it's crazy how few fucks this shark gives. He'll eat naked ladies, he'll eat little kids. Oh no. He's safe as a guy named Brody and his pal Richard Dreyfuss. Jaws don't know that a storm's gonna come. He just wants everyone to be his chum. Get it? Get it? The man don't care if the townsfolk die. He doesn't want to spoil the 4th of July. He's like, everyone cool it and go for a swim. But holy shit, here comes that fence and Jaws is here. On his head, but the wrong little shark baby ends up dead. It was John's little brother. Now he's pissed. The mayor just shot to the top of his list. He sneaks in his house in the middle of the night and he eats that fucker in a single bite. Golly. Now the mayor's dead, so Brody's in charge. He knows the real killer is still at large. So he and the Dreyfus make a decision. They're going on a mission, they're gonna go fishing. For Jaws, a man named Quint lets him use his boat on the condition that he be the one to cut Jaws' throat. Cause he was a sailor back in World War II, and Jaws ate his entire crew. Well, Jaws is here. See, they wait all night. Where could Jaws be? He's nowhere in sight. Dreyfus decides to go down in a cage, and Jaws shows up in a full-on rage. He tears up the cage like paper in a shredder, while Dreyfus makes his wetsuit wetter. He hides behind a rock like a cowardly prick, and he doesn't come back until the end of the flick. Brody's like, we're gonna need a bigger boat, so they go back home and get a bigger boat. The biggest boat that's ever sailed, gonna kick Jaws' ass, or I guess his tail. Yeah, his tail. But oh my shit, Jaws jumps out and quick gets bit. Like a Kit Kat 
the sky, there's a shooting star that's quit up in heaven. He's a star now. Brody's angry, he's all like, fuck it. He takes a harpoon and welds it to a rocket. Jaws' last words are, whoa, respect. Then he explodes and it's a pretty good effect. Yeah, Jaws is dead. Long live Jaws. He was a shark without a cause. He was in a movie, you should watch it. It's called Jaws. Jaws is dead. Long live Jaws. They don't in the movie either. They right? really they don't. Don't say that he had a chuff childhood. His mom had an addiction to crack cocaine, and he was raised on the rough, he got beat the by rough his, seas of by the Indian Daddy. Ocean. That's yeah, right. you know. It's, <laughs> his father was an orchid whale, and all the other sharks made fun of him. <laughs> Daddy was a jellyfish, and his mom was a... <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so there's Lemon Demon. That was a fun song, though. Was a fun I gave song. it. I gave it a heart. I think um. um Five out of six of these songs, I'm not sure if I've ever listened to today. Really? Well, I yeah. know you listen to Ramble On, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's the only yeah. one I know. Yeah, I know, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do know that one. Well, yeah, that's uh, that was that was Lemon Demon. I, I enjoyed it. I gave it a little hard. I thought it was a, a fun, catchy yeah. tune. You know, that's a um, 16-year-olds or 17-year-olds come up with some pretty good uh, music every now and then. And, you uh, know? yeah, kind of reminds me of... You know, baby shark, baby shark, do 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 do, mama shark, do 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 do. Did they make a show about them? Yes. I think they turned that yeah. all into a show. There's even a macaroni and cheese. Really? Yeah. Is it from the blue box? Yeah. Oh man, I hate that blue box yeah. shit. And the shaped ones are even worse. Yeah. Yeah, the kids won't even eat them. Like they're like, nah, dad, that, that shit's disgusting. I'm like, you're right, it is. Thank you. The only way I can eat boxed mac and cheese is with ketchup. People think that's nasty. I'm like, no, that's the only way I can eat it. Jesus. Because it tastes like ketchup. <laughs> so the Milwaukee Bucks, they won the uh, the NBA Finals. They did. Yep. So I'm, I'm sure Mole has rejoiced now that he can watch TNT again without his, 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 his basketball interruptions. Just in time for September to come around and then go to TVS. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like, oh, I I am not a I'm not a huge Milwaukee Bucks fan, nor was I a big Phoenix Suns fan. Mm-hmm. But they got a player. Most everybody's heard about him now because they, he's been all over social media the last couple days. His name's Giannis. I'm yes. not gonna try to pronounce his last name because no. I can't. Nobody call. Nobody says his last name because <laughs> it's it's difficult. Yeah. Um, nothing against him or his culture. It's just a really it's a very long, hard name for us to say. Phonetically challenged name to There's say. No vowels. No and vowels. I love this guy. I've loved him for a couple of years. He is one of my favorite basketball players. The guy goes like you wouldn't believe. And uh, I was so happy to see him win the final. And and the uh, the interview that they had with him. He is singing at a Chick Fil A 
He scored 50 points as the the, the woman at the uh, the drive-through. He needed 50 nuggets, <laughs> not 49, not 51, because 50 he had 50. Nuggets. He had the trophy in the passenger seat with him, his M- MVP That's trophy. Fucking awesome. He was so happy, you know, from what he had come from. If you read anything about the guy, you know, of of his story, it's it's a very touching like cool. rags to riches. You work hard, you know, you'll get something. That is it, cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So I'm very excited for that. Oh, yeah. And on the other end of the spectrum, you got LeBron James. <laughs> now, I know LeBron. some people some people went and paid to see this film. No, stayed home and watched it for free. Now, and uh, because ahead. of uh, my friend Clinton, I, I don't pay for HBO Max. Mm-mm. I do like the service, though. I yes. must say, I, 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 I do I'm enjoy very, HBO Max very, very so. excited about HBO Max. And I do like that they, I think this whole idea of getting theatrical releases on your on your platform is amazing man that's a that's a game changer in my mind it is um not everybody can go to the theater not no quite frankly no and you know uh i know some people especially if it's a long movie even i have a hard time being like i don't want to spend two and a right. half hours in the theater right um as a nicotine addict that i am i used to have a hard time sitting through a movie without wanting yeah, a cigarette exactly. for that long you know now i i cheat i got my my little pen i Unfortunately, I fucking put this thing in my mouth in every place that it shouldn't be. That sounds really kind of gross now that I think back. And it sounds like I, I put it in my mouth. I put it in my mouth in every wrong place. Yeah, in every wrong place. Every wrong place. I have gotten in trouble once, too. Yeah. I was at a concert, and I was just sitting on a bench just puffing away on it. And the woman comes and she's like, you do that again, you're out of here. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm, I don't even realize it happens. Right, right, I'm like, right. I'm doing something wrong anymore. I'm yeah. going to the grocery store. I've seen You know, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I sit I sit at my... my uh, my meetings and I'm like, and and we're it's talking about you're technically not smoking. You know what I mean? You're you're vaping. And but people you're not say smoking. that it smells good, and it's not one of those big rig things either. Right. The ones that blow the super big cloud. I, yeah. I don't see those as much anymore. That's there's no, a couple that of seems people to be I a know. Waste to me. But yeah, there was those. Well, actually, a lot of people said that it's like you buy that hundred dollar rig, but then you get like you buy your juices, which can be like natural and homemade right, right. and everything. And it's it's much cheaper than I guess. Instead of buying my you know eight dollar packs cart- of cartridges, <laughs> um, but this smells like vanilla. It smells I like the sweet. Smell of it. It's nice. I can't smoke anymore, like cigarettes or anything like that. And I can't smoke the nicotine. I, one, I so. smoked. I was smoking cigarettes while I was away on vacation, and there was a couple days like I liked it. I don't don't get me wrong. I love cigarettes. I do. I do. That's I why love I blowing had to stop smoke. I love. The, I the, 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 I love blowing smoke. I love having it between my hands. Well, I smoked like three packs of cigarettes in four days. Yeah, that's my what I do. Camping. To my hand. That's why I'm like yeah. I couldn't do cigarettes because I'd, I'd have a cigarette in this hand and my bowl in yep. my other hand. So couldn't do it. But man, I was waking up with headaches. My throat hurt. Everything like that. Well, yeah, because you stop for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. not smoking every day, and then fucking. Yeah, I only have a cigarette occasionally. Yeah. And then you go and have them. Like what, three days in a row, right? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, like a God. pack a day, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you definitely just chain smoke on you when you go out like that. Oh like, yeah, I'm you don't even notice the whole it at time. the time. No, you know it's it's something to keep my hands busy. Yeah, I I do when I was smoking. Yeah, that was the way it is. When I don't I even know camping, how we got here. Oh yeah. Oh, we were talking about LeBron James. LeBron. That's it. And I was like, how did smoking we get here? brings us. That, that is the name of the show, folks. <laughs> Rambling randomness. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So Space Jam, the new legacy. People. 
can't both. compare you can't. apples and oranges, even though they're both fruit. We, we, we should be able to, right? We should be able to. But so, one's citrus. And one... So with this, one is not even – this is like, you know – You could tell this was written for the children. Papayas against like a mango. Right. Or perhaps a, a delicious, you know, honey crisp apple <laughs> against a crab apple. Right. Or maybe just a piece of celery. <laughs> you know, because uh, – <laughs> These movies, and I, I don't know why they like. It feels like they had to try to make it like the first one, in, in but, including the 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 family aspect I, of it. But I it, 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 it lacked personality. It like, was a cash grab, aimed at children, which is what exactly you should take the movie as. Don't be like comparing it to the first one. Your thirty, forty year old ass trying to compare it to something that came out when you were fifteen. But you could even uh, even children can watch this one and the and go back and and, go and, and, and know you can and tell. everybody will say the same right. thing, children included. But nobody they'll said this say, was going to be an Oscar winner. Yeah, but they'll <laughs> say that it's going to be. A, and you know what? I liked the animation in the film. Problem was, they decided that. This is the new age, and we got to upgrade. Yeah. And he, they even made a part of the film with uh, Don Chappell's character. We got to upgrade. Don Cheadle, yeah. Cheadle, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to upgrade. And then they decided to turn the Looney Tunes into CGI. a bunch of CGI fucking Muppets. Yep. And it was terrible. It was, it was bad. a bad idea. It, it was a bad idea. I knew it was going to happen. The basketball, it was a bad idea. which they kind of integrated with a video game. It was more. It wasn't even like uh, NBA Jam, which would have been cool, but now, yeah, like NBA they, Jam on crack. If they updated it like you know something like that, it would have been great, like the whole thing. But it was just weird. I did not care for it. But then again, like I said, it wasn't written for me. Yeah. So it was you know they, they had a great joke in it though about Michael Jordan. I won't spoil that for those that haven't yeah, seen yeah, it because yeah. it's probably the funniest part of the whole <laughs> film. I was hoping. To catch Bill Murray somewhere in it, like you great. know, Bill Murray still is. trying to make Bill the Bill Murray squad. could be like, yeah, he you, you could find him like in the background somewhere of like a movie, something like, and no, no, no credits, no nothing. I wanted you know? Newman. But at I, least I looked, in. yeah, I looked for him, and I was like, no, there's no Bill. No, I wanted Newman. Uh, the one up. thing that I will give it though, a lot of people have been giving it flack for their choice of uh, supporting casts to LeBron. Yeah, I think that they chose some pretty decent NBA players, yeah. and I, I think that LeBron had a lot to do with that. And I also remember hearing this is going back a year of uh, reports about people not wanting because they didn't want the stigma of the the King James stigma on them being right, associated right, right. with the film. Right. But Damian Leonard is one of the best players out there. Thing you is, you though, got the brow in there with, with his teammates, uh, AD, been, yeah. Antonio Davis. They had a couple uh, women in there that I don't I don't know personally or very well because it's the WNBA. And yeah. I mean, it, if, if there's somebody that's an expert on that out there, I've never met you. I don't know anybody that – and nothing against the WNBA. I just don't know a soul. I personally don't know a soul that's ever been like, yep, watching that, watching that women's basketball game today. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, like, it's already been greenlit for another sequel. Um, they were talking about not doing basketball and doing, like, a baseball theme for the next one uh, and using Major League Baseball players. Oh, God, I can already see Alex Rodriguez right? trying, to, <laughs> trying to get that shit. Like, Space Jam Batter Up was, like, what they were trying to call it or something, like a working title. Um, yeah, unfortunately, even the original director of the, the film, you know, kind of trashed it. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. I, you know... That's tough. Again, though, it's... The movie's going to make a ton of money, though. It's, it's already, like I said, these people are going to get residuals 
these all these basketball players. I don't know why they didn't want to do it. Yeah, and like, I think it just lacks story. No matter how shitty it is, they're getting money after it's made and long thereafter because it's Looney Tune based, and they're gonna you know no matter what, it's always gonna be on some streaming service. Yeah, it, you know, so take it for what it was. But yeah. It wasn't very good. It was written for fucking eight year olds. There you go. Just have your kid enjoy it. There. You... <laughs> All right, we've talked enough on. We this. have. Let's 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 get to another song. All right, so my first song here is uh, Black Blade by Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. Now, I got to give you a, a quick a quick something on it. Yes. Uh, it's going to take me probably about two two clicks well, back good, you here. Can click that back, and I'll tell them that all the music can be found on Spotify. There you go. Yeah. Playlist, uh, just so we, you know, don't get in trouble. I have to at least write it or say it once per episode. So uh, all music provided by Spotify, unless we say otherwise. And we have a playlist. We do, and it's in the description of every episode. Yeah, every episode. Yes. It's 685 strong now. Yeah. So uh, go and check that. That's that's a good uh, two days' worth of music almost. So uh, this song, I guess in the early 80s, there used to be these things you could get. It was like a little disc. It would come in the mail, and it would have like a gum in it that was shaped like a record. I vaguely remember something like that. I don't think I've ever gotten one, but I remember, I think, hearing something about them or seeing something. like. Uh... Yeah, so I took this one from uh, from Song, song Facts because they are very detailed. They are. And uh, this song details the misadventures of the unfortunate man who had been bound to a particular evil weapon and its power to hold over him that he used it to kill more and more people. Okay. And there was little or nothing he could do about it. So this this is based off of a book. Um, what was it called? Morkutz. That's his name. Morkutz. Michael Morkutz. That's it. I was like, it's called Elric of Melbourne. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, it it had a cool picture. You know, it, it was from. Uh, Cultosaurus Erectus album, and I just like the picture. Is that so, Luchasaurus's cousin. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So here's Black Blade. Cool. By Blue Oyster Cult. We'll come back and talk some wrestling.
end of time And I'm the cosmic champion And I hold a mystic sign And the whole world's So no, yeah, I can't. I can't say that I loved it. No, I mean it was all right. You I know, didn't understand what the, the lead singer was saying there. It was no girls from Tokyo. <laughs> I do love the girls from Tokyo. I do. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult. My actually. woman's Tokyo. <laughs> Makes me scream. Don't fear the reaper. What? Good tune. So uh, let's uh, let's get into wrestling here real quick. Let's do this. We got two nights of Fighter Fest to just recap real fast and. Uh, that, so it's going to take about 38 minutes, folks. No, I'm going to go real fast. 33 minutes. I'm going to read the matches all in a row. Yeah, Mold's just going to read a sheet of paper. Nope, I ain't got paper this week. Because printer's only printing in black and white, so he couldn't have his color-coded notes. I need color-coded, people. I can't do it. All right, so night one, Fighter Fest started off. Moxley versus goddamn Carl Anderson. Moxley picked up the victory for his United States and uh, IWGP Championship. FTW Championship, Brian Cage, the machine, versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks picked up the victory due to some shenanigans. Brian Cage is no longer with Team FTW or Team Taz, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Starks is your new FTW champion. Cody That Rhodes, is not a championship. It is, according to them. So we can go between two people? That's right. Just Team Taz. Because nobody else cares about it. Nobody <laughs> else. They don't defend it against anybody yeah. else. It's only Who between cares? members. Hook's going to be the champion at some point. He I'm will be. Right now. He will be. Calling it right now. Cody Rhodes called out Malachi Black, Alistair Black, uh, Tommy End, whatever you want to call him. This now, week. this is a feud now. This is a feud this now, a yes. A long-going rivalry spanning decades. De- going all the way back to the womb, <laughs> yeah. which, I guess. Now, uh, so they're, they're, they're going to be fighting. Uh, Cody must need some Who time Who do you think is going to win this match? Malachi. You think so? I guarantee because Cody needs time off to film that show that he's on. And he's got a baby. And he's got a baby. So, yeah, so Malachi's going to win it, yep. huh? He's going to be out for at least two to three weeks. So he's going to hurt him good. Yeah, he's going to take him real fast. You, you think he's going to beat him up like... I think but, he's going to end real fast. I think he's going to get in the ring, he's going to spin kick him twice, and he's done. That's really? it. So beat him just like... Uh, just what's like his... fucking uh, Huber did. Or, yeah, like uh, fucking... Uh, Brody Lee, yeah. yeah. He's going to wreck him, and then fucking Cody. You're not going to see Cody for three weeks. Then Cody's going to come back and that beat That was Alistair one of the Black. biggest twists I had seen in a long time where Brody just comes in there yeah. and destroys him. And then, of course, you know, a couple weeks later he loses. But, yeah, uh, well, apparently it wasn't planned uh, only because, again, Cody needed time off. So they had to do something with the belt because it's a, the TV belt. They have to defend it on TV, which not all the time. Hangman Page spoke about the uh, – Main event that he's going to be having against Kenny Omega. If uh, when is that match? Um, after this five on five, if they win the five on five, coming up at um, the next 
So th- they're going to hold out till all they're out. They're going to hold or... out till all out. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good. Because um, that'd be just stupid. Because uh, that, and that exactly, um, and that's the plan. I believe is he is the guy that's supposed to be taking Omega's he's gonna, title. He's going to take it. Um, so look it, for him I, in the Dark Order to win. And it's their crazy how match. now this has been a, a, a long since day one simmering like, feud that you know that's that's they've been able to keep going, and I like how they kind of forgot about it, then brought it back. Yeah. Like you know, like it's, there was it's a couple challengers. Then I was like, well, who's going to face him? And they kind of pushed, you know, uh, D- D- I almost said DDP. Um, Close. <laughs> you know, Paige, like, down the ranks, kind of took him off drunk, TV. Uh, thing that, the, the, we're the, really the, just like, yeah, we're, you know, we'll, you could have a couple matches here and there. But, like, basically not he's still winning, down. but not, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, wasn't right. really a main pinnacle of the right. show. He was just hanging out with Dark Order at the back, you know, that's, that's, that's his thing now. Yep. Apparently he is a member of the Dark Order, but they just haven't officially said it. Well, he won't, he won't. He won't, well, he technically did. He was like, when, when uh, Kenny Omega and them challenged him in the Dark Order, he was like, well, the Dark Order don't challenge for, or don't bow back for a fight, we, we're in, we got you. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he basically just said he was in the Dark Order at that point, but probably not. Uh, Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy. Christian Cage won, of course. Good match, though, for two old guys. Um, they shouldn't be in the spots that they're in right now. They should just be manager roles. They shouldn't be wrestling, but um, good match overall. I mean, they've been going for, what, 20 years in a feud, basically, technically, Hardy Boys oh, and Edge on, Christian. Well, Christian's younger than Edge. Slightly. Not much. Not much. Not much, but slightly. But Edge can still go. I, I I'm not give saying it to they him, can't man. go. I'm I just like, they, a... they shouldn't have the spots that they do. That's all. What I'm are you saying. talking about? No, Edge deserves a belt. No, not give, Edge. I'm give Edge Christian. the belt. I'm talking Christian and Hardy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Managerial roles in AEW. That's that's what the old guys need to be. Edge, this is his last run. Yeah, give, give him the him, belt. Give him the belt. Give it to him. I agree with that. Sammy Guevara versus Wheel of Yuta. Good match overall. Wheeler Yuta's kind of weird looking, but uh, he's a good, good wrestler. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got. I think he's a good looking. It's the man. tights, I mean, man. I think it's the tights. I don't like the tights, but I think, I think he's a tights. good looking guy. Yeah, no, he's. he's I think it's right. kind of strange. This guy has been now been promoted now twice well, in a row on a yeah. on the show. He's uh, he's 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 the Trent replacement for now until Trent comes back. Um, in the, the but they don't friends. they don't need anybody to replace him. They well, they need enough. a beard. They got they got <laughs> enough of a goddamn. They needed a beard you know. <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> so uh, Sammy G, of course, won. Um, Yuka Sakazaki versus Penelope Ford. Yuka picked up the victory. Uh, you know, so it was a pretty good match. Uh, Ford is kind of lingering in the mid card of the women's division right now. Well, it's She's, weird that Penelope's back, but you haven't seen Kip. Uh, he's still recovering. He'll be recovering from what? Uh, that injury apparently that Miro gave him, but it was before that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was injured. I yeah. thought they really just went on a honeymoon and just took no, some time remember, off. No, remember after that when Miro attacked him in the back? Do you remember yeah. that part? Yeah, that was an excuse for him to go out and have surgery. Oh. Um, so when he comes back, he'll probably be feuding with Miro <laughs> for about three seconds when Miro kills him. Um, Darby Allen versus Ethan Page in that coffin match. Um, all right, match. It's I've seen him before. Page lost. No, you haven't. You've never seen oh, you're a right. coffin Sorry, match. I've never seen a coffin match. You've I've seen, seen casket, casket matches. matches with the dead man. Yes, and never uh, somebody coffin dropping themselves after the match <laughs> through a coffin onto their opponent. Um, Darby's a fucking. He's got a death wish. I don't think he can feel pain. Um, and if he does, uh, he's he's got a death wish or something. I don't know because he could have easily fucking killed himself or missed or whatever. But that, that's what he does, right? That's Darby Allen. 
Uh, I don't know how you can miss. You're just he just kind of falling, falling, and he's looking the, the whole time yeah, too. He's like not a not really that impressive. No, uh, that was night one. Night two. Opened up. Now, let me just say, night one, that sounded pretty good. That was a good match. Sound, it sounded good. like a good card we had. It was a good card. I missed that. I missed every match. You did. I did not, I did not go back and watch it. <sighs> well, I you... was there for night two. Yes. Which... And I'll just say that this was a poopy show, my friends. Yeah. It was a poopy show. Poopy show. Uh, starting, speaking of poopy show, Jericho versus Spears. Guess who won? And, Sean uh, Spears. No. No? No. Why no, not? No, no, no. But uh, Jericho's going to be fighting Mr. Nick Gage next week. Um, and honestly, I just, I don't, if I don't, you don't even, know who he is. I personally don't want that guy even to have a platform in this. Apparently he's been signed. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's fucking retarded. I don't know if it's like a permanent thing or like it a multi, be. multi-match that guy, deal. That guy is a fucking piece of shit. Cause I have a feeling he's he going to be turning on MJF anyway. Just an absolute piece yeah. of trash. No, he's, 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 he's worse than fucking what Jim Cornette calls Joey Janela. He's like 10 times worse. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, Mole said it actually best on Wednesday night. He's a white New Jack. Yeah, he's a white New Jack. But thing is, New Jack had some wrestling skill. He did. Yeah, really? Yeah, no. He's, I've uh, seen him at matches. Matches. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever seen New Smoky Jack. Smoky Mountain, a, they barely used weapons. He had to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't think I'd actually ever seen him in a match. Yeah, no. Uh, if you check out some of their Smoky Mountain stuff, the gangsters were awesome. Um, I've seen him steal a goddamn, you know. I uh, love New Jack. He was a dickhead, tra- a total trash person, but he was such yep. a. <laughs> he Literally tried when he watched was... him take a shopping cart from across the street to bring into the arena. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Kazarian, the elite hunter, lost to Doc Gallows for reasons. For reasons, he, killed his momentum. Yeah, yeah ain't killed. no, ain't no reason. Then now that's a man that should be champion in my sure. mind. Should sure. be champion. I, and look at the grade they give it. Yeah. A C because it, it was. Because it was a crappy Gallo's match. I don't understand there. why it even, you know, because Frankie does not put on a bad match. No. And I'm, I, I, and I'm only saying this from watching. I, I'm not saying this because I got a love for Frankie right. Kazarian or anything like that. Every time I see this man in a match, it's, a better, it's better television it, for everybody 100%, involved. 100%. And the thing is, they just killed his momentum going into this because he's supposed to be the elite hunter. He's supposed to be taking out each member of the elite to get to Kenny Omega yep. and the Young Bucks. So far, he took out Brandon Cutler. Mm. He's not even a member of the elite. Mm. He lost to fucking Doc Gallows, and I have a feeling he's going to lose to fucking Carl Anderson if they have him against Doc. Which, by the way, Carl Anderson, I'm not putting down. He's a better wrestler than Luke Gallows. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So they should have had him lose I don't to anybody. like his machine gun stance, but that's, that's, that's no reason <laughs> that is, to, yeah, there's no to reason disapprove that. of his wrestling ability. <laughs> right. Darby Allen versus Wheeler Uta. Second why? night of Fighter Fest, yeah, Wheeler Uta Why, why, why is Wheeler Uter? Because this it? was supposed to be Trent, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it could have been Chuck Taylor. They could have had Chucky e. T. I do like the, the, the Sting and fucking Orange Cassidy They could have put Sting in a match. Why not have Sting because in Because Sting match? can only wrestle at the major things. Four times a year, yeah. that's in his contract. Well, Stink could have been against Wheeler Yuta. He could have. And Al- like, why did why did Darby <laughs> Allen have to be in another match? Why did Yuta have to be in another that's match? True. Like, that's true. Why did both, Darby even have to be in another match? There's a big like, you know, no, no. Uh, yeah, there was there was no Rusev Day. Nope, no, no Miro. He no. should have been in defending. Yeah, his well, title. why was the Miro defending Twice, the title? Two times at the both nights he should have been defending that title. He's a TV champion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I got some, I got some issues here. I know, Tony. You got to step up, man. You're starting to look like Russo here. Fucking WCW, AEW Women's Champion, Doctor Britt Baker. Well, then they should give Hulk Hogan the belt. No, not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> For the young people, 
David Arquette. David Arquette. Give David Arquette a shot. I would love David Arquette in AEW. Nick Gage. Give him the belt. Just give him the belt. Stab his ass, David. Don't hold the hand in front of the fork. That's right. Don't don't fucking do it. Choose the cheese grater. (laughs) Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. Ah, terrible match. Terrible match. Thankfully, Baker kept her belt. Yeah, it was it was the worst match I've seen by by Britt Baker by both women. Period. It like they just, just did not click. No, they don't. It, the, the style that Britt uses does not mesh with the style of Nia Jax. Yeah, no. I, I, and she was trying to use the style that she's used with everybody else, and it just did not, did not go. work. No, and Nyla's just a little too thick for some of Britt's moves. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Um, a lot of backslides. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and, you and know, we can't do that with somebody who doesn't have a neck. That, yeah. So it's uh, doesn't have the flexibility. Yeah. Like even even her finishing move just looked terrible. Yeah, on it, her. it was horrible. It, it, like nothing looked good about no, that match. No, that match not of uh, uh, anyway. Britt Baker won. Tony Schiavone inter- uh, interviewed Andrade Alidolo. Doesn't he, even have a match, but nope. he gets interviewed. And he tried to break up Death Triangle. Um, but Pac and Penta and Phoenix, as of that night, were not having it. As of that night. As of that night. We could see that happen, though. I could, because it's, it's this big Latino thing. I guarantee yeah. they're going to be bringing them all together because they need factions. AEW loves factions. Why not? And they love, uh, you know, putting cliques of people together. Yep. Put the Mexicans together. Why not? Why not? I think, you know, in a weird way, it's like I have kind of grown to love the weird death triangle. I love it. it. Pac and Penton are so great together. Because how do you know Pac don't understand a goddamn lick of Spanish? (laughs) Yeah. And he's just like, right, Mick. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, honestly, he's like, you know. You know, and and uh, I don't know. I've kind of gone back, and it's not like these two had a super big history together or None. anything. So unless they did it on the indies, and I wasn't watching. Yeah, I don't... yeah. Because like, I, I, I love, I love them though. Those three are some of the most talented wrestlers that AEW yeah. has, and once again, um, none of them fought None. in either of these fighter fests. Nope, not not a one. Of them. And and they missed out because they're so great. But they're yeah. they're holding down fucking dynamite and elevation though. <laughs> oh, um, all of them. Oh, really? Except for Pac. Pac's like, yeah, I don't Pac, go on that. I'll come out for an right. interview, but I ain't wrestled on that show. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus The Blade. Good match. It was all right. You know, I mean, it, yeah, you know, the end good. ended the way I thought it was going to end. You know, Cassidy won with a regular Superman punch, but then he hit him with the fucking knucks afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because that was the big thing. The Blade was hitting Cassidy with the knucks the whole yep. time because yep. he needed to for reasons. Um, he's the Blade. You know, I, <laughs> So I'm gonna hit him with brass knuckles. Yep. That's what I'm gonna do. I ain't gonna stab him or slice him. But I'm gonna punch his ass with some brass fucking brass knuckles. Oh, uh, God. Texas Deathmatch. Main event. Mox Archer. IWGP United States Championship. Zane, honest opinion. Um. The match was okay. Uh it was just an, it was a different ending than mm-hmm. what I expected it to be. You yeah. thought Mox was going to pull it out, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did. Um, and he didn't. No. And I was, was I happy, sad? No, I don't think I was anything. I was indifferent. I did not ex- like I and uh, I did not see like I was like I was like there's no way they're going to put like Lance Archer's not going to go through a table of barbed wire. <laughs> no, he's not no, doing it. Not on TV like that no. anyway. No, no. Yeah, it's like he's not doing that. So you knew that he was going to go, that, that Moxley would go through it. Right, but I didn't think he was going to win going through the table like that. I thought Moxley would have pulled his back out, 
you know, like ripped some shreds of skin off, crawled back in the ring, and then Archer would have done some stupid finisher or like his yeah. knockout shit on the ropes, you know? Like, or, or whatever he does there, that, that yeah, so reverse razor's edge. I was, I was uh, surprised, and, you know, that's pleasant. It's pleasant. Right. I'm very pleasantly surprised anytime I'm surprised by AEW. So that was cool. Yeah. Now, going into next week now with him fighting Haku. <laughs> the the Bullet Club kid. Yeah, Haku's son. Um, we'll just call him Haku. I'm just going to call him Haku because that's... Do you think that Lance Archer will keep this title now? <sighs> I think so because I think they're pushing for a rematch with him and the guy he took the belt from originally. Um, I want to say Minoru Suzuki or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Some uh, another Japanese deathmatch guy. Um, so I think that's what they're pulling for. I could be wrong. I don't know what's going to happen, honestly, lately. I can't tell because certain things that you figure would be, you know, shoe-ins that are going to happen don't happen. So it's like, I don't know. Haku Jr. And you, and you know that fight. there's probably some other people that are involved with booking of oh, those yeah. matches. 100%. You know, that where it's not Khan and Cody and the Elite, right. you know. They're where, all like, uh... <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's got to be some diplo- some diplomatic From, shit going oh, on. especially, yeah, uh, with the intercompany fucking matches. Yeah, definitely. They, they got to have different people. It's not like Impact where, you know, they're just like, nah, <laughs> no, no, you're not going to. All of our people are going to go down yeah, to Kenny Omega. You're not going to beat <laughs> Kenny <one> Omega. <laughs> I still don't know what the fuck Impact's getting out of that relationship. Yeah. Other than some of their people you on AEW Mold did say that uh, their last pay-per-view was a good, good yeah, show, though. It was great. But the thing is, all the matches were just of their Impact guys. There was like maybe one AEW guy on there, and that was Kenny Omega. Well, yeah, that's yeah. They, they basically this this whole thing of opening the forbidden door really didn't work. No, the way not the other way around. Anyway, it worked for AEW because they're getting some good wrestlers in uh, making appearances. <laughs> but the other wrestler, they're like, uh, well, we're only getting Kenny Omega, and he took our belt. <laughs> like, uh, okay, bringing some of the women wrestlers that they have. That's what I'm saying. You know, they they not not saying that they're you know they ain't no right. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Right. You know that's. And That's five six star yeah. quality matches. Probably one of the best female matches I've seen in a long time. And uh, honestly, they just signed uh, yesterday. Thunder Rosa is officially signed out of AEW. She wasn't before. She was freelance. Now apparently she's on contract with AEW because NWA just wished her all the best of luck. So. Good, good. So there you go. They're picking up some quality wrestlers. Yeah, I don't understand why why they keep picking up all these people, but they're they they not giving any attention to this division. Which if you look at WWE. Strong, strong athletes, but their divisions are garbage because they don't push any of them. Yeah. Vince don't give two shits about the women's division. I don't know. I think it's been pushed a lot harder in the last year, you know, two years even. And, you know, the storylines have actually built pretty good. Um, you know, to you had extent, your, yeah, the, you got, the Sasha Banks, uh, Bailey, um, storyline was phenomenal. That, that was great. That, that's because um, there was home, there were story with them from like day one though. Yeah. That there, was, there's been some great stories with Asuka in yeah. it. And oh, they fucked her up though. <laughs> they fucked her up so bad. She should be still undefeated. Oh, I don't know about that now. <laughs> yes. Unless it was against Charlotte, okay? Unless it was against Best, Charlotte. Still, I, I'd i have to... I don't know now after seeing... And I'm no Rhea Ripley fan, but I, I could go and watch Charlotte Flair and, and Asuka and Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, and I'm not sure which match was better. Right. Because those... Ever, I just am so impressed still by Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I cannot I, believe boy, what, she, what she can do in a ring and with, you know, when, with the people she's working with. Yeah. It's just... It's gold. I do Absolute like, gold. I do like the fact that they had her drop the belt to Nikki Ash at the Oh, that was great, you know. Was so good. They had her dominate Rhea Ripley, like, to an extent for the two days, and, you know, and then 
Nikki Ash just cashed in the day after the pay-per-view. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Such a great story. She deserves it. Charlotte did it. That was her idea, basically. Charlotte was like, no, if I'm going to go out, it's going to go out to somebody who deserves it like that. Yeah. So I'm like, perfect. Yeah, Nikki Cross, man, she, she's worked well, and yeah. she's done well, and I honestly, her her whole involvement with uh, Alexa Bliss lasted fucking a year longer than I expected it to last. it's still sort of going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alexa being all fucking ghouly and spooky now, and... Nikki being a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was wrestling. Um, that that was, was wrestling. That oh, was yeah. And um, there was money in the bank. Yes. And we, uh, do we have a? We don't have a. Uh, Eleanor, I'm, I'm Eleanor. not sure. Uh, if we do, it'll be in right after this. Okay. I was like, <laughs> even, even I got to put my two cents. Their first pay-per-view back to live was good. Yes. That's all I'll say about it. It was, it was worth watching. Yes, yes. Uh, money very, in the bank was very good. And uh, we got Friday Night Smackdown, I think, going on right now. Uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just in case we don't have her uh, segment this week, Eleanor, uh, she's recovering from a separated shoulder uh, from wrestling practice. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> poor girl. She, she's doing good, though. She loves it. She's going to get right back on the horse as soon as she's able to. So, get well. Zane, music, sir. <laughs> Try real quick, play another song or something. What we got? There you go. You got Ramble on next. Yeah, about the Hobbit.
Mentioned Gandalf not a one time. They mentioned Mordor. I know that. I'm not sure exactly how much more is based on the Lord of the Rings, but... Hodor? 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 Hodor! Hodor. (laughs) He's a DJ, too, I hear. DJ Hodor? DJ Hodor. (laughs) Now, today's No, he cashed in on that shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I do. Uh, today's about books. I just brought up, uh, you know, some new books that are going to be coming out. Zane is interested in this one by Orson Scott oh, Card man. called The Last Shadow. Zane, oh, explain God. to these people what this, uh, this series is about. Well, everybody knows uh, Ender's Game. You know, they uh, was made in the late 80s mm-hmm. when it started this series by Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Card is one of my favorite writers. Um, he he writes dialogue so well. Um, he writes the human condition so well. His philosophies on how you know just how everything can work in a universe that he creates is is amazing. And so this is going to be the culmination of about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm off the top of my head, like nine or ten books. Wow. Yeah, where this is going to – I think this is going to finish it off, like really put put the baby to bed okay. of the whole Enderverse saga, which uh, I can't even get into because it's really – Ender's Game is just the tip of the iceberg of – you know, honestly, the better books of that series is Speaker for, Speaker for the Dead, which yeah. is the, the sequel to Ender's Game where, you know, Ender, you know, he kind of – learns more about is the aliens that he's killed because if you don't know spoiler alert he takes an egg a hatchling at the very end and takes it off planet and says um i'm you know no, tells nobody about it See, i'm raising this baby yeah and he basically you know wiped out an entire species you of know that species yeah oh yeah. so he has the last of that species yes yes he does oh yeah boy okay. and uh there's there's a, a parallel series to this called the shadow series which is all about um another character of the book called uh bean okay who's who's a genius as well like ender was but uh he had a very different role to play 
and it's more military strategy and the wars on Earth that follow okay. what happens with Ender and the fallout of that. There's also prequels to these books called Earth's, uh, Earth Unaware, Earth of Fire, and Earth Awakens. This okay. is all about the first attempt that the, uh, the Phylax have uh, against attacking the Earth. Because this is Ender's was the second time. Okay. They trained these kids for this, thinking that this can happen again. Oh, all um, right, all right. so yeah, this this and and it that's I can't go much more into it just yeah, because yeah, there's I, yeah, well no well there's just so much so much <laughs> so much none of it's gonna make any sense coming out of my mouth either because okay. I am terrible I I realize this is what Devin's good at explaining shit like mm. this he could he could sit down and tell you characters timelines events that happens I could also tell you that my dog Petra is named after Petra Arconian who is you know a character in the Ender Saga. Word. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good series, actually. It uh, is. People need to pick up. Who's that by again? Um, Orson Scott Orson Card. Orson Scott Card, that's right. Um, you know, there's a, a few books that are coming out um, that have been out, actually. Most popular books in 2021. I'm just going to give you, like, one or two here. Uh, the top one here is called The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Never heard of it, but uh, apparently this, know, is a, Hanna. this is the synopsis. Texas, 1934. Millions are out of work, and a drought has broken the Great Plains. Farmers are fighting to keep their land and their livelihoods as the crops are failing. The water is drying up and the dust threatens to bury them all. One of the darkest periods of the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl era has arrived with a vengeance. And in this uncertain and dangerous time, Elsa Martinelli, like so many of her neighbors, must make an, on, or an agonizing choice, fight for the land she loves, or go west to California in search of a better life. The Four Winds is an indelible portrait of America and the American dream as seen through the eyes of one indomitable woman whose courage and sacrifice will come to define a generation. According to them, this is number one New York Times bestseller. I, I can't always be behind the number one bestsellers. Uh, me and Liz read the, the, the big one of last year, Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay. I, eh? I didn't care for it. Nah, I, I guess it's all, uh, you no. know... Uh, <clears throat> who they have judging these books, honestly, like their opinions, really. Um, I can't imagine. I've never been part of a, a poll to tell me, you know. Yeah, I always like, wonder about polls in general. You know, I talk about polling all the time. Like, who the fuck is polled? Right. Like, I've never. If you've been polled, let me people, know. Yeah. Oh, please. Let me know if you've ever been actually part of a poll that makes I love something. taking surveys. I never get one that's worth anything, though. Sawyer Chevy always wants me to dig a survey. They, they, I got like three surveys a week. I didn't even go in there the last month. And then they're like, tell us how we did. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been there. But tell us anyway. Jeez. There's another book here called Lore. I like the cover. Me too. I, it just sparked me by Alexandra Bracken. Uh, Looks like it's about uh, Medusa or some kind of... That's just by the cover. Every seven years, the Igon begins as punishment for a past rebellion. Nine Greek gods are forced to walk the earth as mortals. Hunted by the descendants of ancient bloodlines, all eager to kill a god and seize their divine power and immortality. That sounds fun. Yeah. I know. That sounds that sounds good. Actually, it sounds really good, to tell you the truth. So that's Lore by Alexandra Bracken. Uh, that's number thirteen on the Goodreads list. Uh, top twenty. I like Goodreads. I got. Yeah. I have a, a strong Goodreads collection. Good, good, because uh, I, I kind of have been frequenting this this website lately. Goodreads. Yeah. Oh, Goodreads is great. It's a good way to organize your books, especially somebody as brain dead as I am, to remember what you've read. Right. And instead of having <laughs> to reread them, 
it will tell me about the books again so I can go, okay, now I can, like, when a book like The Last Shadow comes out, I can't remember everything that's <laughs> going on. And unfortunately, books, unlike movies, don't give you a nice cookie cutter yeah, no. previously <laughs> on. <laughs> Jim Butcher just finally released uh, a, a new uh, Dresden Files book. Okay. Well, this is last year now. He might have released two or three more by now, for all I know. Right. But it had been like four or five years since he released one. You know, and that's nothing compared to the Winds of Winter, which we're still waiting on, George. <laughs> still waiting on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like, wait, who who's this character? When when did we last see him? And when it's a world so big yeah. as some of these these stories can become, you know, it's it's hard to keep track of them. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess we got one here. But Stephen King just put out a new book called Later. Um. Doesn't uh, it's reading like this one's more of a thriller. I like his thriller stuff more than his horror stuff. Yeah, Under the Dome was phenomenal. Um, Dark Tower series is phenomenal. Right, the ending is like a K hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it <laughs> but it's a great, great book all the way through. I like a lot of his stuff. I just the endings always seem to fall short for me. Or there's aliens. Yeah, or there's aliens. Or there's aliens involved. <laughs> Which that's how he's like. He's like, I I gotta wrap this up. I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. Up, oh, aliens. <laughs> that's that's how it is. It's like the Indiana Jones yeah. series. <sighs> All right. Well, that's a good. Uh, that's a couple books there for you that's to a te- check good out. Books. You know. All right. So our next song. Yeah. I like the name of the song, so <laughs> I picked the song called Fitz Please. Fitz, please. Fitz, please. Fitz, please. Now, this song is inspired by a chapter from Herbert Sudley's Jr.'s 1964 controversial album about the brutality of urban life, Last Exit to Brooklyn. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. Because I, I, I don't know the book. I don't know these characters. <laughs> you know, they mention in the song, Dead in the Middle of a C-O-double-M-O-N which is common in the park of Southampton in South England City where Newman grew up. Newman's a character in the book. Newman. (laughs) Not the guy from South. And I like Alt J. You know, Alt J is a good band. So uh, here we go. We got got Fitz, please. Fitz, please.
to be the next. more for their their it's music uh, arrangements more than their deep lyrical content because <laughs> honestly I, I didn't hear any lyrics I didn't hear nothing in that oh man oh so that was Fitz Pleasure by Alt J what's next sir oh well I'm gonna give you guys a couple little facts here random completely random brought to us today by randomfactgenerator.net randomfactgenerator.net in Mel Brooks's silent movie the famous mime Marcel Marceau is the only person who has a speaking role. Who? Marcel Marceau. The famous mime. Oh, he's he has a speaking role? He's the only one in that movie that has a speaking role, and that's fucking hilarious. Uh, fortune cookies. Where do you think they were invented? America. Yes, they were. In 1918 by a guy named Charles Jung. Or Young, if you want to be American about it. Wait, the famous philosopher? I don't know. Charles J-U-N-G? No, Charles Young. Maybe. Maybe his name wasn't Charles. No, maybe not. (laughs) Oh, let's see. One more here. A Boeing 747 airliner holds 57,285 gallons of fuel. That's a lot of fuel. That's a lot of fuel for a flight to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which you got to make three stops. How many at. gallons does the giant penis that flew Jeff Bezos to, to, to the to the outer limits of that space? Was, that was fucking yeah. About two nuts worth. <laughs> two nuts worth. Any fucking rocket that should have blown up in fucking orbit. Oh god, should have been that one. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm chewing. That's all right. <laughs> You know, that makes me feel bad because, honestly, society as a whole really hoped he was going to die in space. Yeah. Like, and I, I think that's kind of fucked up for us, man. It's a waste of money that a billionaire can just go, I'm no. going to go to space. No, it's and not. And I'm going to have Amazon the, and the our technology that they're it. creating 
yes, is it being used as tourism and, you know, but also we need to continue to innovate. We do. And these people are innovators. But. And they're willing to push the envelope. And Jeff Bezos just randomly gave like a hundred, somebody get like a hundred million dollars for no, you know. For reasons. That's a tax write-off to him. That's pocket change. He, hey, hey, hey. It, it's cool that to go to space change. and all. It's really cool to go to space and all, but you ever try paying taxes? Because he hasn't. Exactly. He <laughs> hasn't. Damn right. But he's, he's taking Amazon people, customers' money to pay for that wow. trip to outer space. Well, you know, you you if you created Amazon, I'm sure you'd be doing some fucked up weird shit, too. A lot of cocaine is probably <laughs> what I'd be doing. It's like, and I'm which sure, is what he's I'm doing sure on that space, I, space yep, And there'd still be people starving and yeah. shooting each other and whatever else. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm not asking anybody to change the world. But I, I'm just I, saying, like, come on know, now. Just, just, I think in a few years we're going to look back and go, shame on us, man. Yeah. Like, looking at, like, oh, wow, look what people wrote about this poor guy. You know, well, not poor, poor is guy. Not the, poor is not the right word to use with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you know, but hey, <laughs> he did something that a lot of other companies I tried have, to do, and his one worked. I, would, I, I can't because I'd can't, probably be wiping yeah. my ass with a hundred dollar yeah, bill too. Like, I cannot I hold that shit against him. I can hold that that maybe he should. Do something about the head, because he just looks like Les Luthor, man. Dude, he looks like Doctor Evil. Does, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, yo, the guy he looks. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I like, times. I think he looks more like Lex Luthor to myself. But I was like, I was like, wow, this is. There's just too, too much comedy right in itself here. I just love the fact that they literally. I looks, did like the other rocket more though. I, I was very interested when I was reading about that how it how it takes off in flight like another spa- uh, like yeah. a, a, an aircraft takes it. You know, like up and then it like detaches, two miles yeah. into into orbit mm-hmm. or into the the atmosphere, and then it takes off from yeah. there. And the amount of fuel that it uses, and it looked a lot cooler. I don't know. I just really thought the Virgin One was yeah, a yeah. cool. The second idea. one literally was a big. And penis. I really liked reading about it, and it sounded very neat. And yeah. yes, I I wish I could go. You know, but um, I think I won't. more more apropos should have been a big middle finger. Because mm-hmm. honestly, it should have been like, "Fuck you, poor people! I'm out! I'm out, bitches!" I'll see you on Mars. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great though if they had gone up there and they're like, "Okay, you've you've reached you've reached the sixty-three mile marker. You got to come back." Nope, no, no, not doing it. Thrusters on. I own space <laughs> now, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Starts going to like satellites, you know, just like mine. This is Amazon. <laughs> Amazon stickers on everything. Big ol' Amazon on the moon. Boots on the moon. That's right. He's like, I own this shit. Oh, let's. Uh, oh, you got anything you want to talk about real quick? We got. I found something that poops less than me. Really? Yep. But now I got an ad. One, zero. There it is. Close it. Sloths only poop once a week. Really? And when they do, it can expel one third of their own body weight. That's a big shit. It's a big poo. Holy crap. That's like me. <laughs> <laughs> All My right. butthole's the size of a goddamn bowling ball when I get done. So uh, the next song here, Yertle Turtle. Yes, by the, by the old Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based on a Dr. Seuss book called Yertle Turtle. <laughs> the great philosopher, Dr. Seuss. Yes, oh yeah. <laughs> He's... Carl Young was the name of that philosopher, not Charles Young. That's so. right, yeah, yeah. Carl Young, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Chili purples. Turtle go, bro. I'm a 
trouble with me. day in history today because it's still a Friday and it I wrote is. one. Yes. On Fridays we get such messages. We send them through the waves of cellular. <laughs> and for this written by yours truly master of words. The wordsmith. I put them into sentences. <laughs> sentences become paragraphs. And run-ons. <laughs> and run-ons, because I rarely use punctuation. I find no need for punctuation. No, you know what we're trying to say. I, I write like I talk, and that becomes a problem, especially when I don't use any punctuation, <laughs> because things get misconstrued very quickly. 
Welcome one and all to the greatest show on earth. It's Friday morning, July 23rd, 2021. We panced and danced all week to get here, and, and the journey hasn't been easy, but victory of another day is all the sweeter. The Royal Wedding, 1986, no, not that Royal Wedding, <laughs> where Prince Andrew marries Sarah Fergie Ferguson. Ferg! I didn't realize it was in 86. What yeah. was she, like 10? So maybe like 13. Yeah. Her Lundy Lundy Bridge was falling down that night. I didn't say that much. Yep. Ferguson, the Duchess of York at London's Winchester Abbey. They would be divorced 10 years later. <laughs> the Ice Cream Cone, July 23rd, 1904. According to some accounts, the Ice Cream Cone is invented by Charles E. Minkus of St. Louis, Missouri. Not Zerk. Kansas. No. Because there is. No, there isn't. Yes. They're actually, they share a border. But... <laughs> yeah, they share a border, but it's Kansas, Kansas City, City that's right. in both states. Yeah. And, uh, yep, yep. So, and uh, when he came up with the idea to fill a pastry cone with two scoops of ice cream. And that's all I put. There's more to this story because allegedly there was somebody else. That uh, invented this ice cream cone. I, I'm sure there was like uh, ten people. But that invented but it, it right? was. I, I do try to put a cap on these because yeah. they can get very long. Yes. <laughs> it's like trying to figure out who invented the juicy Lucy hand. Yeah, so I I left it right there. At, at you know you know leave it just as you know the man put put ice cream in pastry and called it a cone and the rest is history. The first person to survive jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge. This is always a good one. I remember this one from last year. Mm-hmm. Do a Brody. I've never said that. <laughs> I I didn't know that there was a term for it. I remember hearing it last year when I was doing my days of history. And I still have never used it. But I like it. And here's why. In 1886, Steve Brody jumps off the Brooklyn Bridge from the height of 135 feet. That's 41 meters for those using the Canadian. metric system. <clears throat> The same as a 14-story building, landing feet first in the East River. According to one account, a liquor dealer offered to back a saloon for Brody if he made the jump. He used his fame from the jump to open his saloon and also appear in Valdeville vaudeville. vaudeville musicals. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? They just he used his fame. He's like, oh, you're going to be in this musical now. Basically. Okay. They, they didn't really need, as long as you can fake talent, like, you can be in vaudeville. Okay, I, I don't know much about this vaudeville. Yeah, it's uh, where all the old, old-timey old comedians started. Oh. Like, you know, uh, Milton Berle and uh, Laurel and Hardy and all them. And okay. Barks Brothers and shit like that. The New York Times backed his account, but others doubted his claim, saying that he had accomplices throw a dummy from the bridge with Brody swimming out from the shore. Well, wasn't somebody standing up on top of the bridge watching him jump? Mm-hmm. You'd think, think so. that, you know, so it's, it's, this is pretty easy. It either happened or it didn't. Yeah. You can't, like, fit, you can't be up there and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to jump off this yeah. bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, a... oh, it's like, now everybody go to the bottom. <laughs> everybody go to the bottom. You everybody can't run. watch me jump off the bridge. No. Everybody to the bottom. Everybody to the bottom. <laughs> Brody, what are you doing? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You just go to the bottom. What are you doing swimming drunk? <laughs> I'm just, just. You Just stay down here and right. turn your bag. Elephant over there, y'all. <laughs> yep. So I, I think this is true. I think he jumped. I think he did. You know. 
And uh, that's where the term came, dual Brody, became common phrasing. Not common in our time, but no. common enough, I guess. Probably common enough back when it happened at yep. that point. I got a bridge to sell you. That's right. You know, to take a chance or leap, specifically a suicidal one. So it, it's doing a Brody is only when it's like life-threatening. Ah. Not a double dog, dare you? No, 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 no. Birthdays today. We got Bert Convoy. Con- convey. You know, he uh, he was born in 1933. He died in 1991. He was an American Emmy-winning game show host, actor, TV, a super password. He also played Perchick in the original cast of Fiddler on the Roof, one of my favorite. Oh, one of my absolute. Only, only now is it number two to Hamilton. There you go. Which is history in my book. That shit real. You you base. I love it how people base now what they know about the it's American true, Revolution yeah. uh, through through what they learned through Song of Hamilton. <laughs> Why not? Now it's probably more fucking accurate than the, the books. <laughs> what written by the old white man? Yeah. No, <laughs> never. That that cannot be true. No. It's like the winners of war writing history. <laughs> <laughs> Up oh, and then, then here was uh because I could not find a fine quote today that long before trees overtook the land, Earth was covered by giant mushrooms. Really? That's what it says. I, I I get these from a fax app. Okay. They don't ever support anything. They just tell you stuff. They just tell me things, hey. and I do wonder. I'm like, how do they know? <laughs> Better be cool though, because my mind started racing when I started seeing giant mushrooms in my head. <laughs> You know, Middle Earth shit and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> I do believe that somebody also like, added to this today. I did notice. Uh, I keep getting um, updates uh, all day from people. Like not all day. No, all but you time. know what I mean. But like, you, but Anthony likes to uh, likes to you know said uh, that Bert also sang the Love Boat theme song and was a frequent guest. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. So I said, uh, you know, it it didn't deliver my message though. Maybe because I can't deliver these messages to, like, 19 people. But, you know, he hit me with some knowledge there today. Dropping some knowledge. Yep. There you go. Got to love it when they when they drop knowledge. All right. I got one more song you here. Do. Let me tell you the tale about it. Oh, speaking of books, go and pick up our good friends Eric and Julia Leewald's book, uh, X-Men the Animated Series. It's uh, a good book. I've read good it. Book. Um. And uh, you guys will not be disappointed. A lot of pictures, too. Very oh, good art. Good pictures. Yeah, a lot of good artwork. Brings back some characters from days of old. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get them back on sometime soon. Julia is a, a, a very big proponent of uh, liking and sharing our stuff on Twitter. Oh, so. Jesus. She is a very, very good person. Indeed. I love her to death. <laughs> I know, uh, I know, I know. There's a story behind this song, but I can't find it. Huh? I don't know why it doesn't want to pull it up now. Uh-oh. I just maybe, maybe if I just go back a couple, because I know I had it. I didn't just pick I, this song out of the I, blue. <laughs> oh fuck that! <laughs> He's like, nah. So yeah, this is based off a book. I'm getting <laughs> tired. Book. It's called. I'll mark my word. Maybe not marked. I was putting in marked. Oh, okay. Mark my word. P.O.D. Stick oh, around. I'll tell you the tale. My God. 
Puffers and Gussin Brew. And that's Gussin Brew. <laughs> that was Puffers and Gussin Brew. Uh, <laughs> P.O.D. with Mark My Words. So the story behind that one is uh, the lyrics are pretty straightforward, actually, now that I listened to it and looked up song facts, because, <laughs> you know, that's what I do. You know. And uh, it was uh, inspired by C.S. Lewis, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. You know, he said, get this witch. God, I get, re- this witch. Get, this- <laughs> get this witch. Get this witch. Get this witch. You know, and, uh, you know, that's, that's basically him. Come inside, I'll testify. Testi- Come inside and testify. That's a that's a Dudley Boy song. That's that's what that is. <laughs> testify. Yep. 
Not one of my favorite POD songs. I had never heard that one. Um, I like POD. I'm actually, I was quite a fan of... Their uh, first album was the only Yeah, Southtown. Yeah. Oh, man. Good, good shit. I was shit working for there. RV at the time, though, when that came out. And that's basically all the type of music we were able to listen New to. New metal, baby. New metal, they called it. New metal. New metal. And you, metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that music. I yeah. don't care, man. I loved it. Corn, loved it. fucking POD. Loved it. Oh, yeah. So, that was based on a book. Zane, do you have any book recommendations before we, uh... Uh, yeah, um, now I, I, I say this with an asterisk because I don't know if the last book's ever gonna be released. And that is The King Killer Chronicles. Okay. Where, who's that by? Patrick, uh, I can't remember his last can't name right now. Can't remember Okay. Yeah, no, King it's Killer Chronicles. King Killer Chronicles. Okay. Uh, it's a really good, uh, fantasy story. Um, told very well. Uh, the first book is here. Go ahead. You 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 mentioned one while okay, I well, figure this out. It's been a while is, since I've actually looked at it. Um, a book I like is uh actually is one I read used to read all the time when I was a kid. Um, I'm a big proponent of Robin Hood. You know what I mean? I really? Like, yeah, I love really I love it. Like the original old stories. If you pick up a book called The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood, uh, of great renown in Nottinghamshire, uh, it was by Howard Pyle, written in 1883. Um, it's, uh, basically a collection of all the old Robin Hood folk tales. Um, and it's really interesting on how the Robin Hood character himself changed, you know what I mean? Like throughout the, the, the areas that the stories were told, like he originally wasn't even in Nottingham at all. Like the story, the original Robin Hood was not about him in Sherwood Forest or, you know, any of that shit. Um, it was basically just he was a farmer and, uh, you know, a whole bunch. It kept getting retold and retold to, to after um, so many uh, decades and people, different tellings. Uh, Robin Hood became a noble person who was uh, shunned by, you know, the other nobles. And he became disillusioned with royalty, which is why he started, uh, you know, um, Robin the Rich, essentially, and given to the poor and became an outlaw. So, like, it's just I like the history and how these characters change and Robin Hood is one of those characters that has changed so much from the original folktales to Kevin Costner on the screen or fucking, you know, by the way, the only Robin Hood who didn't speak with an English accent <laughs> when he was in England should have had one, just saying. Um, mainly because he couldn't be bothered to learn how to do one. That's the main reason he didn't have one in that movie. But the book, like I said, Merry Adventures of Robin Hood, great renown in Nottinghamshire, Howard Pyle, check it out. Zane? Book is called The King Killer Chronicles. It's uh, by Pathic Rothfuss. Patrick Rothfuss. Okay. And the third book, which is still not out, um, but people have rated it on Goodreads, being rated pretty well for a book that hasn't been released. <laughs> it's had 3,938 people rated this book. Four stars. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty... Uh, Pretty insane, but the first two books actually, and there's a no, and there's a novella too, uh, the name of the wind and the wise man's fear. Okay, both are top notch reads. Great, phenomenal books. Really, really sets a world and a different type of fantasy book. Okay, um, <clears throat> I I look forward to maybe one day perhaps. <laughs> You know, getting to see 
how this story ends. And honestly, when you call it a chronicle, you think that there should only be three books, but God only knows. Yeah. You know, even even Patrick says here, it's nice to see that folks have given this book five stars. And the only way he can explain it is time travelers love my books. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of good books, actually, uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Go ahead. Also a fine film. Yes, very fine film. The books were... Thanks for all the fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the second. answer... It took me a second. The answer to the universe, y'all. And anybody ask me a question, Zane? I got, I got a question for you. And I tell them the answer. And it's 42. That's right. And they look at me with puzzlement. And I say, well... You wanted the answer. That's right. That is the answer. 42. 42. The answer. 42. According to Goodreads, I'm finally in it, that I have uh, read 192 books. Wow. Mm -hmm. They're probably more by now, honestly. I haven't been in Goodreads in a while, but this keeps all my shit together because I can't remember it all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you do have this uh, audio book thing. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. I have, asterisk, folks, I have not read 192 books. I could not get through... Um, he just doesn't the have first, time to read a full book like that. The first Song of Fire and Ice. No, I can't read, people. I, it would take me years just to get through one book. I love reading, but I have a hard time doing it. And uh, But I can listen to books in a car while I'm working. Love doing it while splitting wood. Mm. I used to, man, uh, splitting wood and listening to books was like, I could do that shit every day, all day long. And it would like, just sit there at a, at a log splitter just. Boom, boom, you know, with a book in my head going, ah, unfortunately, when you're doing um, mental work, you cannot listen to books. No, no. I've tried. I can listen to morning shows. I can listen to music. But anything. It's weird that I can listen to to morning shows, though, because I, you know, you don't have to follow it. They're short tidbits. Background noise mainly. You know, I can listen to some podcasts if they're not too in-depth. Books, I've tried. I can't. can't do it. Well, Mulfrayer, we've come to that time. Get out there. Read some words. Read or some listen words. to some words. Or something. You know what? Uh, reading or watch some movies becoming, about, about a book that was written. Reading is slowly becoming a lost No, uh, I don't think so. I, book form, I do, dude. Kids would rather fucking sit online, listen to stuff, watch well, videos. I, I can understand They don't want to read books anymore. I could never do a Kindle. I, I, I can't. My mom is on a Kindle. I can't 24/7. do that. I can't do that either. Yeah. I have to have pages. I have to have the book in my hand. That's why I like comic books so much. And speaking about comic books, we should probably try to get Devin back on here at yep. some point. Um, but Black Hammer, I've Black read Hammer. it. It was good. Yeah. Well, I've read the, the first one, Secret Origins. Yeah. About um, a, t- a tale of a superhero team that I'm honestly not sure how they become a superhero team. There's some interesting cats. Okay. And uh, they can't leave a town. Because in the golden age of action heroes, superheroes, they they had to fight the anti-god. Something happened. Oh, shit. Something happened. Something happened. Something. So. I don't know what that something is. If you want to know what that something is. I guess I'm going to have to get volume two of the trade back. Going to have to get volume two and read that shit. Mm -hmm. So. Until next time, people. Poe uh, says, have a good one. Poe says, have a good one. I'm Mole. That's Zane. Mm-hmm. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Try real quick, play another song or something.